This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We spent like $100,000 in a month on TikTok for brand. Got them to the number one spot on the app store. But the biggest thing is the content side, and you're producing about 20 pieces of creative a week just to float that much spin. 30K days on ad spin, you have to have a lot of content. Do you see like a baseline of like a specific maintained views volume, or is it like every other video is viral, or they're all viral? Um, majority go viral. Okay. I've been going viral for like 12 months straight though. See, there you go. Some people have. I know somebody who did 300,000 subs in a single day off of one viral video, and then all of his videos end up doing about 200 million views. Combined. It's insane. Welcome back to the Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. Here's my co-host, Christiana Hurt. What's up, guys? And our guest today, Chase Chappelle. What's going on? How we doing? Good. What brings, you into, uh, what brings you into Vegas? Well, last time we were at your event, which was incredible, by the way. Thank Loved you. it. I met a lot of cool people there in the e-commerce space. It's really amazing to you know hang out with all these other people that do yeah. YouTube and stuff. I actually formed a couple of connections that we're working with people now outside sure. of that. So, That's yeah. why I have them, honestly. I love connecting people together. Yeah, no, it was insane. I was actually like shocked at the turnout, too. Yeah. It's wild how many people would like literally travel somewhere to go to an event. But once you get there, it makes sense. Yeah, it's interesting because I don't even run paid ads. It's just all just word of mouth. Yeah, through DMs. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. I'm good at sliding in those DMs. I think that's how <laughs> yeah. I invited you. There you go. DMs are the way to go. Instagram DMs. That's where all our deals happen. You find success in DM ads or organic DMs? Both. We run oh. both campaigns. So like, we'll do organic videos that'll go viral, get a bunch of DMs, and then we also run paid ads for it as well. Nice. I mean, obviously, quality comes through organic though. We don't do any outreach though. Okay. Yeah. So you've basically overseen $200 million in ad spend through Facebook, TikTok, social media. What are your biggest takeaways from that? Yeah, so I mean, with Facebook ads, right now, like I've been in the space for seven years now, and essentially a lot of the stuff that we're doing is focused on what's going on right now. These video creatives, short form content, it's absolutely crushing it. Mm -hmm. So like all these brands are trying to figure out the content strategy for video. Mm. Nobody has it figured out at all. And that's like the biggest thing to do right now is clipping your videos, just like you are on a podcast or with your actual content for your product or store, it's a big way to actually scale up. But a lot of people haven't figured it out. And so they need creative. And that's the biggest thing for that. And then TikTok obviously is crushing it. But the biggest problem on TikTok right now, if you're trying to scale up, we spent like $300,000 in a month on TikTok for a brand. Mm-hmm. Got them to the number one spot on the app store. But the biggest thing is the content side. And we we're producing about 20 pieces of creative a week just mm-hmm. to float that much spend. 30K days on ad spend. You have to have a lot of content. A lot of content. So like brands will hop on TikTok. They're like, I see all these views. Let's get results. Let's get sales. They launch a video. And then after seven days, it's over. Like there's no results. Whereas on Facebook, you can move that creative over there and it can last up to three months, a year. And we have clients that have creatives that have been running for like two years straight. They get tons of sales. Is that because Facebook has more users? 
Not necessarily. It's more their algorithm is more in tune. They have a lot more data. It's more consistent. The buyer is a lot different because on TikTok, you got to think a lot of these people haven't purchased off that app yet and they don't trust it, which right. is why this whole ban is coming about right now. You know, every day something's changing with the TikTok ban. Right. So like there's a lot of skepticism around it. And then the people on TikTok specifically, they're just not used to buying on the platform, period. So like they have their information on Facebook. They're used to purchasing off that app. So like TikTok, there's a huge deficit in terms of people who are comfortable buying right now. Mm. So do you feel like on TikTok, people are getting a return of social presence and omni omnipresence versus an actual monetary return? Yeah, so it's more top of funnel, definitely. You're getting a lot more awareness. Your Google search volume is going up significantly. If you have a viral video on TikTok, it's likely that a lot of people are gonna go to Google first to search up the brand or business. You're gonna find a lot more followers going to Instagram, YouTube from TikTok. Mm. So it's migrating people. And then TikTok as a platform itself is great for growth and awareness. And then you can get incredible sales days. I mean, we work with brands that are doing $100,000 in a single day off of one viral video that gets 2 million views and sales for their store. Mm. We had another brand, Waterboy, that you know did 100,000, 300K off of organic sales and literally are constantly sold out just from viral videos of them being you know, sharing their story about how they started their business. On TikTok. Exactly. And so there's like specific formats organically that are just going wildly viral, but also producing insane sales for brands. And that's like a founder story, sharing the background of the business. Mm -hmm. Product comparisons. That's where you compare your product against like a billion dollar brand's product. Because a lot of them are trying to chase margins, whereas small businesses might have higher quality. Right. right? So they can highlight different ingredients. Right. Those videos get tons of sales as well. So that's really like the main play for TikTok. If you're gonna do ads, you're gonna have an insane creative team and you gotta be able to produce content every single week at a very high velocity to keep the ad spin going. It's funny you say that. I, I produce three TikToks a day. Yeah, that's a and lot for that's, most people. That's what, we put, that's what we put out. I myself yeah. am probably making like out of the three that get posted like seven to 10. Okay. Because that's what it takes to keep up. Yeah. And are you, do you see like a baseline of like a specific maintained view volume or is it like every other video is viral or they're all viral? Um, majority go viral. Okay. I've been going viral for like 12 months straight though. See, there you go. Some people have it. So yeah. like the viral aspect, some people's content hit really well. Yeah. And then like, is your content like voice talking or? It's okay. all different. Some of it is relationship. Some of it is business. Some of it is just me walking. Yeah. Like for example, <laughs> for example, like a video of me being pushed in the pool, 27 million views on TikTok, what? 15 million views on Instagram, on his page. My page was another 11 million. That's and then Twitter was another 8 million views. Yeah. Wow. So I got to push you in a pool and recreate that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So here's the thing with that. You take a video like that and you recreate it push me in the pool, there's a 10% rule is what I call it. You recreate a viral video and model it as closely as possible, you'll see about 10% of those views. So if it got 20 million views, then you really? can expect like a 2 million two average. 2 million is so good, man. Average, and this works so consistently well. I tell this to people all the time. Don't like copy somebody word for word, but go look at how they format the video. Format it the same way, just replace it with your own content and your own style. You're going to see around an average of 10% of that. That is so crazy because I know off the top of my head, five girls that have ripped my walking videos yeah. and they're just doing it the same and they're seeing results. And wow. it's just so, That's so good to know. Crazy. So next time I see a video with 10 mil, I'm going to try it out. 100%. It's absolutely insane. A lot of it goes back to behavior, psychology, just how people like watch content on TikTok in general. Like a lot of things are very relatable. 
And then if like there's a controversial piece in that content that made it go viral, now that's harder to replicate. Right. So like if it's, you look at the comment section and you'll see everybody commenting, they'll talk about what it is that they're calling out in that video for why it's viral. Yeah, I notice a lot of my controversial clips get more views. Absolutely. Controversial videos go insanely wild on views because obviously there's two different sides of an opinion on something. So there's comments that are fueling the growth, there's shares, it's making people mad, upset, happy. There's a lot of different reactions. So the videos go way more viral. But the problem yeah. is businesses don't know how to use like controversy to curate sales. Hmm. So like an example of this is we have a brand called Bad Society Club. They did 110K um, in a single day off of a controversial video. And it was like, women in their 40s should start dressing like they're in their 20s again. Mm -hmm. And that pissed a lot of people off. Mm -hmm. They didn't like that. And so the video went crazy viral. And then in the comment, they just pinned their website and was like, here's where you can buy it. <laughs> and so they did 100,000 plus wow. in a single day. That's crazy. So do you believe in story selling or just shareable content? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the objective for sure. But I mean, there's definitely formats you can see that are consistently producing views and sales. So like a founder story, that's easy to connect with. And, you know, people fall in love with a brand through a person specifically. And so you'll get a lot of people buying because of the founder. Whereas like people will hop on on their branded accounts and they'll have like some, you know, individual, whether it's a guy or girl posting content for their company page, but it's just like, them just hopping on every little trend doesn't equate to sales at all. It's right. just like random view volume. It has no effect on a business. I feel that. Makes sense. Which products or services have you seen the most success with? We work in a lot of different industries. I mean, clothing's crazy. Supplements are crazy. I mean, there's so many different things on TikTok that just go absolutely wild in terms of views and sales. I don't think there's like something I couldn't push on TikTok that would like not get sales if we apply the format to it. Really? You don't I think you, so. You feel like you just got it mastered? There's there's <laughs> just formats that consistently produce the results and it's like really consistent. And then same thing for Facebook ads. Right. So you feel like you could sell funeral home services? Potentially. <laughs> have to try it. Those guys make a lot of money actually. I they, know do. they do. Yeah, it's crazy. That business is wild to me. It's really wild. You gotta pay ten K for what? Just to use yeah. the space? I know. It, you know it's but weird. you know what's crazy? People on TikTok are now walking us through the embalming process. Oh, they are? Tons. Yeah. It's like an, it's a huge thing. I've, I've sat, found myself watching them. Okay. Like embalming and taxidermying pets. People that want to taxidermy. Yeah. So that's another thing about TikTok is like you'll watch like a specific style of video and then you get stuck in that category of content. But then they'll flow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply like random videos every now and then to see if you have different interests and then it starts to mix your page so like the big viral videos are always usually the more general broad type content obviously so what do you see as the next tiktok is it youtube shorts is it snapchat facebook youtube shorts is probably one of the most powerful ways to consistently grow because i know so many youtubers that will post youtube short content it gets like one to two k views Mm -hmm. But they post for three months straight, 
one video goes viral and it activates all of the others. Mm. And they just all start to grow like incredibly fast. So like if you just hold it out on YouTube, it's all about consistency. The moment you have a viral video, like all of your other, you know, videos will pick up. It's crazy. Okay. I know somebody who did 300,000 subs in a single day what? off of one viral video. And then all of his videos ended up doing about 200 million views combined. Holy it's insane. And he had like literally just a few thousand views on each video. And I was like, why didn't this happen to me? That's where I'm at right now. So I'm going to keep posting. I'm posting twice a day right now. I know. I see None it. of them have taken off. They get like 5K views. But I'm hoping one of them will take off. And what you'll see a video that did 5K views now, and it'll come back in like two months and do like 100K views. And then all the videos from that time period as well will start to just jump. Wow. It's so weird. So I put my viral videos on YouTube shorts and I notice they spike way yeah. more. Like they'll do like 50K, 100K, but they do. You're going more viral on YouTube? No, I oh. just take the viral videos that do millions of views on other platforms. I just put them on mm. YouTube shorts. Yeah, I, just pray for the best. I, have, I have a friend, Alex Stemp. He has like a TikTok channel is, you know, nearly 20 million followers on there. In every single one of his videos, he always gets a million plus views. Some, he's like the street photographer. I make strangers famous. Uh, I think I've seen that. So he'll just go and take a photo shoot with somebody and make them famous, literally. And people love the content because it's part one, part two. But it, it's a model that works so well for views. He migrates it to Instagram. Amazing. Migrates it to YouTube. Nothing happens. Three months in, he gets a single viral video, passes you know nearly 100,000 subscribers in a single day. Crazy. And all of his videos go off. That's wild. Yeah, I'm trying to get that monetization, so I need that. Absolutely. <laughs> they pay the money. You need 10 million views on Reels. Really? Yeah. That's insane. In 90 days. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty strange. That's a huge number. Yeah. yeah. But one viral video could do it, though. That's true. Literally, you're always one video away from going viral. Like. Yeah. I got 10 mil on like, TikTok, so... I know it's possible. Yeah. Your stuff's been growing fast. Yeah. It's insane. Um, where do you see AI intersecting with your business model? So it's definitely going to change the marketing industry, e-commerce. We've been playing with it. We'll do like a create a matcha tea business for me on ChatGPT. And it'll tell you like the background, where to get the you know supplier, all this stuff. And then you just plug it into like mid-journey or like an image generator. Mm -hmm. And then ask it to create the product and like schematics of, you know, design and stuff get that, send it over to the people, create a business so quickly, get a logo, get a hat, yeah. apparel, everything, AI. It's absolutely insane. We have clients right now already testing this with like Facebook ads and are like, hey, what audience should I target? And we advise people like on how to do this stuff and the AI will be like, hey, target this audience, this age range. And they're getting like a five to seven X return on ad spend, which is like, you spend a thousand bucks, you're making back five to seven K and they don't even know what audiences they're targeting, what the copy is about. They're just having the AI write it for them. Mm. So it's, I mean, these things are generating a lot of money for people right now. It's definitely a game changer. So are you a firm believer that it's making our lives easier or do you feel like it's taking food out of a lot of people's mouths? I think it's going to create a lot of opportunities that are like definitely unseen right now. Usually what happens with this type of stuff is you'll have a regression of a lot of jobs being taken away and then you'll have a huge explosive category of so many more opportunities just opening up, right, for mm -hmm. different spaces because there's just so much demand now. And so, obviously, the educational side of it's going to be, you know, depending on what you know and how to use these things will depend whether or not you get a job. But, yeah, it's going to make a big difference. So, there's probably going to be a definite regression in opportunities for jobs and then a huge explosion of growth yeah. here in the next couple of years. I feel that. What's your goal with the agency? Do you want to sell it? Do you want to give it to your kids? Agency right now is just a business that we're 
we bring in clients and we just manage them. There's no long-term roadmap in the sense of getting rid of it. It has my name tied to it. I'm not really interested in selling that business because it's kind of a generator for us for our other companies we're launching. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing for me right now is Surge IO. And essentially that's a software that does ad tracking for Facebook ads, TikTok ads because of the Apple iOS changes that oh, okay. hit. And so like you can't track your ads like you used to. So like if you ran ads for you know jerseys, you used to know your ROI definitively where yeah. it came from. Now it's not like that. So all of your data then gets wrapped through Apple if you opted out. It can take up to three days to be sent back to Facebook. And then Facebook will tell you, oh, we're estimating your purchases. We don't actually know which audience it came from, but we know you got to sell. So it's like, okay, well, where do I put my budget? It's not very accurate anymore. So that's where we're solving that issue right now with the ad tracking, uh, specifically for shop by e-commerce brands. Right. And then tying in the customer journey there from like upsell apps, you know, post-purchase surveys to really get people to self-identify where they came from as well. If they saw a TikTok video and then went and purchased, and then we can connect the dots to see if like they're lying or if it's accurate or not. Got it. So it's similar to Hyros. Yeah, we're just not in the B2B space and they're strictly ad tracking. We're more looking to bring this product to the masses, like any Shopify store owner. Mm -hmm. um, and this business is really just wanting to be able to make it super simple for people to use the tracking in general. Yeah, so like we're not trying to go after, you know, all the major size brands that have all these, you know, people who know all the performance marketing tactics. We're trying to make it extremely simple for the average software store to hop on, increase the revenue, get better data, and be able to scale their business. Right. Yeah. And we're gonna try to exit in that company in a couple of years. We're on a yeah. we're on a race right now. SaaS is the way to go for exits. Absolutely insane multiples right yeah. now. Yeah. Isn't space. it like 10x? It's crazy. The 40x in our space. 40x. Yeah. And revenue. Customer data platforms, averaging 20x to 40x multiples. On the space revenue? is crazy. Yeah. Off of revenue. Holy. You know, pre-money valuations can do hundreds, hundreds of millions of dollars without even like making a single dollar. Wow, I'm gonna have to look into this space, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it's literally crazy. That's Tech nuts. is like one of the biggest spaces right now for our, where all this money's flowing because logistics are screwed up around the world. It's hard to get your products. These businesses are like all these investors are tired of losing money on all these deals hmm. because they're like having a hard time scaling from infrastructure. And then all the stuff with politics and things going on in the world makes it super complicated. So wow. tech is the easy one because you just get users, add more services, and it's a very scalable business. Yeah. It's it's booming right now. Do you see this upcoming recession um, affecting your business at all? No, not necessarily. I think the biggest thing that could affect us would be like TikTok getting banned. <laughs> because that's like a fifty percent source that would of be traffic. A big one. What would happen for y'all? Uh for me. It would impact me a little bit, but not not nothing crazy. Okay. I just started I TikTok a month ago. Yeah, I would be bored. You'd be bored. <laughs> See, I mean, I have a huge following on TikTok, but I don't. I don't. I I'm not tracking if sales are coming from it, and I don't personally, in my opinion, don't feel like I'm making money from it. I get hotel okay. collabs, so I guess I'd have to pay for my own hotel yeah. again. That's interesting. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people probably share that same like feeling of TikTok being a fun place to create content. Yeah. Yeah, like. I mean, I'm not going to say that I had like the creator program and things like that. But again, like there's no way for me to track it. So there's no way for me to have an emotional bond to it. It's yeah. just for, for you would be a major blow, though. It's a huge part of our business. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, like about 50 percent of our lead volume has came from there. Mm -hmm. It has decreased a little bit because of what they're censoring content wise, like using dollar signs and stuff on TikTok starting to become an issue. Really? 
certain financial stuff. They're like really locking a lot of the, you know, they're tightening up the bolts in terms of what content's being allowed. I could see that because some of my videos get like a thousand views. And it's really annoying too because a lot of these videos, if you get rejected or banned, then they're, you know, essentially not allowing your videos to just explode over the mm. course of like five videos. Didn't they find out there's like some button? Yeah, they're like suppressing people. Literally right. just by pressing a button or heating it up. It's like... The heat they, up button. Yeah, yeah, if they find a creator like Alex Earl something and they're absolutely in love with her and they know the view volume's great, they're just going to keep pushing that video insanely in terms of views. It's crazy that right. they can even do that. It's kind of yeah. like the old version of uh, YouTube's most viral videos. They'd have like the top 10 list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then come to find out that the videos are hand-selected. <laughs> I remember that. It's like, come on. I was so <laughs> disappointed when I saw that. I can't believe they I can used to look forward to that list. And then once I found that out, I'm like, all right, I'm not even going to. I think that's why people don't trust these social media companies. Yeah. Because like, think about the people who work there. Like, what's their agenda? Their favorite creators. And then people like, you know, us or other companies can't even... Yeah, I mean, we could go the rabbit, down the rabbit hole on this, but we'll get canceled. So we literally just not even talk literally. about it. Um, all right, well, what do you got planned? Focusing on scaling Surge. We're getting a new office location, and we're going to be expanding rapidly because it's a new marketplace, and there's a lot of things to be done in the space that a lot of companies haven't figured out yet. There's a, it's a huge problem with mm -hmm. ad tracking, and so we're trying to, you know, master and provide a lot of tools to business owners another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of slash talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So that way they can scale their business on Shopify. Shopify is a huge market. It's Amazon, Shopify. Mm -hmm. It's really two sources. You're either shopping there or shopping on the other one. Right. So They're the biggest two. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you're not on Shopify, you might be on WooCommerce, but yeah. WooCommerce is really for, like, beginners. Yeah, I can't think of three brands that use WooCommerce. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> No, not at all. I feel like Walmart is not going to be a competitor. Absolutely. They're definitely in the mix. So they're taking up a percent. But I mean, if you look at how many Shopify stores there are out there, and we're talking about tens of millions of stores and like how many customers they have, it's a huge portion of the internet for sure. And okay. Amazon as well. But then you have Walmart and all these other mm, brands. Well, Walmart specifically now offers Walmart One, which is cheaper than Prime. Really? And now you can be an independent seller on Amazon. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so Walmart, Walmart's creeping yeah. very, very quickly. That's why I asked. Like, yeah, the e-commerce site is definitely going up for them. I have trouble shopping at Walmart just because I'm, I'm pretty healthy. So when I go there for food or snacks, I can't find anything. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think it's a demographic play for sure, like yeah. who your audience is. Again, that 97%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, any closing thoughts on where people can find you? Social media at Real Chase Chapel on Instagram. DM me the word podcast. Happy to send some free trainings over. YouTube as well, Chase Chapel. We do a lot of free trainings online. And then if you're on Shopify, sign up for Surge, S R I G E. Christiana, where can people find you? You guys can find me at Christiana Hurt anywhere on the internet or just Google Wealthy Couches. Awesome. Sean Kelly here. Thanks for tuning in this week, Digital Social Hour. See you guys next week.